0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Already Loved Podcast. I am your host, Carly G. Knipe, and I am so glad you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy summer, y'all. I truly cannot believe it is May. Every time May rolls around, I am always confused and alarmed that it's May, (laughs) really. Um, It always feels like it creeps up on me. As always, we start with the song recommendation of the day. I have two song recommendations. One of them is an album, and the other one is a song. The first one is... um, A new album called Pure by Abby Gamboa. Abby is from Upper Room. Um, Her Instagram is at songbirdabby, and I only mention that because her son is so cute. I think he's like, I mean, he's definitely not a baby. I think he's around one or two years old, and he is just the sweetest. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know her personally, but I feel like I do because I'm obsessed with her son. Anyways, that's why I mentioned her Instagram, but her um, most recent album that just came out, she actually, um, I think, partnered with Upper Room for it. Um, At least it's released under her name and also Upper Room, and it's called Pure. It is so good, like, seriously, just so real and raw, and I finally got to listen through it all the way and, like, you know, not on shuffle because that just, like, hits different when it's, like, a seamless, you know, seamless album listen through, and it was truly just such a joy, and it was so, so, like almost validating like I felt validated I felt seen and also like I could connect with God in a new way because of her words and so highly recommend so good I also love the song altar by Taylor Armstrong it's not a very long song but every single time it comes on I literally fall to my knees because it's just so good I feel like I have no good words to like describe these these songs and like this music because I'm just like it's good trust me like (laughs) but seriously just take my word for it give those a listen. So today we're going to be talking about finding stability in transition and kind of just trusting God in the middle of transition seasons where things are changing and, you know, what you got used to and your routines are suddenly being thrown off course. And yeah, I think we can all relate to this. I wanted to talk about this during May, especially because summertime is always jarring to me. Like every time school ends, like I always just have some sort of... Overwhelm, like I just get overwhelmed sometimes I fall into depression and I just start spiraling like I think in a lot of ways some of us can relate to this like every time that there's some sort of transition whether it's Christmas break summer break graduating leaving a job a breakup a friend breakup a routine change a job change literally there's just so many different things that we go through and that's not even all of them there's also health problems there's family issues there's um, fam- death in the family like so many different Um, aspects and facets of life that happen. And I feel like in life, we are just constantly in a transition. Like I used to um, just think that, oh, like, yeah, I'm in this season right now. And like, you know, then it'll change. It'll be this season. But truly, I realized like there's no like one pretty blanket statement to cover it all. I think that literally we are just constantly in transition and we're constantly going through things that are changing us and shaping us. And yeah, just everything looks different than it did a week ago, a month ago, etc. Because that's just how life goes sometimes. And yeah, this semester for me was especially hard when it came to transition because things that I never thought would change, changed. For one, my mom actually moved from Orlando, Florida to Nashville, Tennessee, and she moved out of my childhood home. So, you know, every weekend at some point in the semester, I was like going to her house, grabbing my all my childhood toys and things and being like, well, I don't know what to do with this because I can't like keep it in my apartment. I don't have space for that. But then also like I don't want to get rid of it because like these are memories to me and they're special. Um, So that was really hard because, yeah, I mean, anytime you're moving out of your childhood home, it's very difficult. Um, It's the only house that I've ever lived in. And so it was really hard and very jarring. We had some family changes, babies born, family marriages, etc. And that always is just a little bit different of a dynamic and things to get used to. On top of that, my friend groups and my dynamics between my friends changed and that's always just so difficult. One of my friends even actually moved to the Philippines and I feel like him moving was almost like a physical manifestation of my fears that everything is changing. And these are just my real thoughts. These are real honest Carly thoughts. I truly do fear change. Sometimes I get scared that things won't be the same, obviously, But also, I get scared that things will be worse, and that I'll I won't be taken care of, that I won't be safe. Um, And also, when it comes to life and transitions, like you know, I start to get comfortable in what I know, my circumstance, my friendships, my relationship, my family. But I realized that all of these things are temporary. And even things that I never thought would change like my family and my mom being in orlando, you know Like things that I never thought would change changed and that's how I realized how wispy and temporary those things are But how stable and consistent jesus is And obviously this season was a challenge for me But it brought me to the feet of jesus in a new way And I don't say this to just go on and on about myself But I mostly say this to encourage you guys that like life happens for all of us and it's none of us are exempt from hardship and transition and loss and change Um, and obviously this is not the worst like season I've ever been through it was just one that was kind of difficult when it came to like changing situations but whatever it is for you I want to talk about how to trust God and abide with him even when our routines are off when things change and when things that we never thought would change change so I'm gonna go ahead and pray this in Dear Lord, we love you so, so much. And God, we just come to you in gratitude. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being our friend. Thank you for being our father and for just never leaving us. I thank you, Lord, that your promise is that you never leave. And so right now, we just want to come to you and ask you to open our hearts and open our minds and open our ears to hear from you. Spirit of wisdom and revelation, would you come in this room, open our hearts and our ears to hear you and to see you rightly, Lord. This is all for you. We love you so much, Jesus, and it's your name we pray. Amen. So I have just a couple thoughts about finding stability in transition. And the first one is transition is hard. I just want to sit here and validate you that change is difficult. And I don't know what specifically you might be going through or even if it's not a hard thing, but it's just like the transition from spring to summer or something like that like whether it's school or you're graduating like I don't know what it is for you but change no matter what it is no matter how big or small is always difficult and it's okay if you don't adapt to change well it's okay if you're having a hard time like I wish that someone would have told me like while that whole season of my mom moving and my friends changing and everything was going through like I wish someone would have sat me down and been like hey it's okay that it's hard for you like it's okay to not be okay. Like, I know that's, like, sometimes annoying. Like, it's okay to not be okay. Like, when people are just, like, being too extra about it. But I mean, like, seriously, it's okay if you don't adapt to change well. Because I thought about this more and I was like, our bodies are created to maintain a homeostasis. Like, maintain a state of safety and steadiness and equilibrium. Just kind of, like, balance. And so, when something throws us off, it makes sense that we get all over the place seriously, give yourself some grace. Give yourself the grace that Jesus gives you because it is okay that transition is hard. And whether it's something small, like you got a grade that you didn't really want, or it's something big, like you're moving or someone in your family died or there's a health issue or there's a job change, like whatever it is, like change is always hard. And we were not made to withstand lots of changing environments and surroundings. Like I'm not a scientist, but I was just thinking about it biologically, like if we were created to learn how to survive and thrive in our environments, of course, when our environments change, it's going to be hard to survive and thrive, you know? And so, yeah, just think about it practically, like it is okay that transition is hard. And I just want to validate you that if you're going through um, a season that is changing and you feel like there's no way out and that you're stuck and scared and just like going through it and just, yeah, like it's it's very jarring or overwhelming for you, that is okay. Okay obviously we're not meant to like sit there in those in those like feelings and you know we're not supposed to stay in our brokenness because the lord doesn't want us to stay there but i just want to say that i'm here with you in that space and jesus is there with you in that space when transition is hard my next point is that transition is harder when our stability is on temporary things i think we've all heard that Bible passage about building our house on solid ground. We've all heard building them on the rock, the cornerstone, etc, etc. And obviously, this is all good stuff. Not meaning to like make fun of it at all because it's really good and very, very applicable for our lives. Like, yeah, we should not be building our houses on the sand or um, just on ground that isn't stable and steady, but we should be building our lives and our hearts and our trust in the Lord. Um, And I also think that a lot of Christians, and it's me, I'm Christians, think, oh, like once I've given my life to Christ, like I no longer depend on the things of this world. Like I've given up bad media and music and I don't look for my worth in people's opinions of me, the amount of likes on Instagram or the clothes I have or how much money I make. Like I think there's a list of things that um as we learn to like when we first come to Christ, we learn to shut off, right? But I think that it's more than that. I think that we can even begin to put our stability in the things of God and not even God himself a title as a leader in your church a dream job that you knew God placed you in your productive routines a romantic relationship that you know was given by God even good godly friendships and community can all become things that we place our trust in over God i think that was the most jarring thing to me as i grew my walk to the lord i was like wait i can get it wrong even as i'm getting it right like i can get it wrong by putting my place by putting my faith in people in circumstances in things even as I've already known that Jesus is the one thing like how is that even possible but it's so in our human nature to make an idol or to make a yeah just to make things easy for us and more accessible to us because oh it's easy to just look at my friends and be like yeah this is where I feel safe and stable it is harder to find that in the Lord sometimes because there's so many things distracting us in life and so obviously these things are good, amazing blessings from the Lord, but I have found myself putting my trust in the things of God, but not God himself. And I listed those things out specifically because those are things that I personally still put my trust in today sometimes. Like these are personal examples and like all that to say, I'm definitely not perfect. I still fall into this trap of, yeah, just placing my faith in temporary things that can even be of the Lord. And how do I know how do you know when You happen to be putting your faith in temporary things instead of the lord himself Because when one of those things changes I fall apart And I think one of you guys can at least one of you guys can relate to that like I know that I have got it wrong when I completely fall apart when one of my circumstances or things or People in my life changes. So what is that for you? Ask the Lord, is it a person, a job, a title, a friendship, a community, an income? There, The list goes on and on, truly. is just what thing is it for you that you are putting your faith in above Jesus? I really encourage you to ask the Lord about that in your time with Him this week. And this isn't meant to shame you, but just to relate to you. Life truly gets harder when we put our faith in things that are constantly a moving target. And the thing that I keep learning over and over again in life is that Jesus is truly, truly our only constant. He's the only consistent one. In Hebrews 13 verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's so straightforward, but it's so true. And that brings us to our next point, that Jesus is our only constant. In a world that changes every millisecond with trends and voices and opinions and all the things, Jesus is the only person that is consistent. He's the only thing. And the most beautiful part is, that's who he is. That is just his character. He has always been like this, so he'll always be like this. I have a couple verses for you. We're just going to read through them. And I just want to encourage you to just really let this sink in that this is who Jesus is. In Malachi 3.6, it says, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. Numbers 23:19 says, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. He has said, and will he not do it? Or he has spoken, and will he not fulfill it? In Isaiah 40, verse 8, it says, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. And finally, in Revelation 22, verse 13, it says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. All of these verses are so beautiful because they paint a picture of God's consistent character. Of course, we can think that God is wishy-washy and that things things change and God changes, but that's because we're looking at him through the lens of ourselves. We're like, oh, if I was God, I would change my mind. My character would change. This is how I would do it. But God is so much better than us. He is not a man that he should lie. And so he's not a man that he should do anything that a man, a human sinful earthly secular man would do and not just man woman also just people in general he is so much better than us and so we can trust him that he's going to do everything that he's supposed to do better than we could do it for ourselves when my mom moved it was really difficult you know I was running back and forth between her house and grabbing all my childhood stuff and saying goodbye to All of the things that I knew and loved, um, especially for someone who, I mean, that was the only house that I've ever grown up in. That was, like, the house that I was brought home from the orphanage in. And so it was just really difficult. Changing and moving is always hard. And also, I didn't want my mom to leave. I was like, Mom, please stay here. I think, like, it it felt... Like, I was prematurely being pushed into independence when I don't think that I'm ready for that. And I know, like, we'll never grow out of dependence with the Lord. But I really mean with my parents. I was like, I Mom, I really want you to stay here. Um, But honestly, like, she felt the Lord was calling her into Nashville. And so who was I to stop that? Um, And so there were so many things circling through my mind. But here are some truths that I held on to that I just want to share with you guys. There, There are a couple revelations that I had during this whole season that I just feel like literally changed everything for me the first thing is that when our home changes we can find our home in god so so beautiful and obviously we know that like he is our home he's our constant he's our family he's our father like there's so many aspects of his character that we can lean on and trust on because he is consistent when we're not but the other revelation i had on top of that is that god makes his home in us so wherever we go We're home because God is with us and God is in us. And I know that sounds like it can be like really lofty and confusing, but the verse that I kept holding on to was Ephesians 3, verse 17 through 19. And it says, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should. How wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Wow, that is so, so good. Did you hear that? You will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. When things change, when people leave, I think a part of us can feel incomplete. We can feel broken. We can feel like a part of us is missing but God makes his home in our hearts. So we are complete. Like that's the truth. And that's a promise. And if it's a promise, then that means it's available to us right now. And so that was a revelation that I came into. I think it's a revelation that I still am learning today, right now, as we're speaking. On top of that, we have the fullness of life and power that comes from God. When Christ makes his home in our hearts, as we trust in him, we have all of the fullness of life and power. That is all the joy. That is what I truly think it means to have the joy of the Lord as your strength is to know that he loves you and to know that he makes his home in you. I think this is truly, truly the key to finding stability and transition. I think this is the secret is that he is the prize. You will be on a constant search for fulfillment and satisfaction and security and stability if you're still looking for it in the world. I truly think that if you just fix your eyes on Jesus and look at him and realize that he is right there with you He's not far. He's not far because he's in you You know, like I don't know anyone else who is in me and with me all the time And so when we learn this is what I called my mentor like a couple weeks ago And I was like i'm going through it. This is really hard. I don't know what's going on And she was like the time in between that weird season of in between when things are being tested when things just don't make sense we need to come into the revelation that he is right there with us. There are countless verses about how he never leaves or forsakes us. And I think we can get in our heads of like, well, I don't feel him right now. So is he here? Like, I don't know where he is. Like, But we need to come into the revelation and just choose to ignore the fear and the lies and the thoughts that are, you know, distracting us and deceiving us and actually come into the revelation that he told me that he loved me and that he would never leave me so I know that he's here and I think it takes saying that out loud that I don't know what came upon me when she said that but I was like oh my goodness that makes so much sense I've been sitting here thinking there's this big lofty thing that I have to do like there's a bunch of steps and things that I have to go you know like I have to go in some sort of order to get to him and then I was like he's right there he is right there all you need to say is literally right now you can say Jesus, I'm having a really hard time feeling your presence. I'm having a really hard time knowing that you're here, but I know that you're here because you said in your word that you would never leave or forsake me. So right now I just want to come to you and I want to make my my heart available for you. I want to turn my face towards you. That's all time with Jesus is. That's all prayer is. It's turning the affections of your heart to him. It's turning your attention towards him because he's already there. I, I think we can get in our heads that like, Oh, there's just this this special way you have to say this certain prayer or do this certain thing. And even when we, even when religion is broken off of you, you can still walk in religion because you're thinking, oh, I have to read my Bible this way. I have to, you know, and, but truly it is just the matter of turning your head to him, turning your eyes to him, turning your face towards him and just being like, hey, I know you're here. Come speak to me. And you know how to hear the voice of God. If you have given your life to Christ and you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior in your heart, you know what the voice of God sounds like because he was the one who called you to himself. So ask him to bring you back into that space. This is a relationship with him. This is a, you know, it's a give and take. It's not just a weird transaction where you're talking to this weird, wordless, like, faceless void. You know, like, he's a person and he's with you and he's in you. The next truth that I held on to... During my hardest transition was it's going to be okay Even if you don't like the season It's so simple, but honestly, I wish that one someone would have sat me down and been like, hey, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay because jesus is good and I mean finding that I wouldn't even be here without Jesus. I wouldn't even be saved or know him as my personal Lord and Savior if he didn't already die on the cross for me. And so I know it can sound like kind of silly, but just coming back into the revelation of like what he's done for me and the minute that I come into that revelation and I have gratitude and I realize that what he did on the cross was enough for me, that is what leads me to believe it's going to be okay. And even if I don't like what this looks like right now, I know that. It says in Romans that God works for the good of all those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So if you love him and you're called according to his purpose, he is going to work for your good and he's going to work for his glory and it's going to be so good in the end. And that is the next truth that I held on to. Truth number three is that this all ends with us with him. I saw this on like an Instagram post. I know that's so Gen Z of me, but I saw it a while ago and it just hit my heart this all ends with us with him it's like the fairy tale ending where it's like it's happily ever after and like you know the princess and the prince just get to run off in the sunset together like that is the truth of what we receive when we're with him this all ends where this will end with us with him it'll end in a wedding there's gonna be a wedding in heaven with us his bride and with him our bridegroom and so Every time that I can start feeling overwhelmed by the things that I'm looking at right in front of me and the things that are changing around me, all we need to do is just lift our gaze a little bit up and realize that this all ends with us with him. Lift your gaze up, put your mind on heavenly things, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And I promise you will find so much more peace and you will just have so much more of a a calmness and security and yeah, just knowing that You're not placing your faith in things that can change, but you're placing your faith in the one who never changes. So, with all that being said, I want to talk about practical ways that we can get through transitionary seasons because it is really hard. And yeah, I've already we've already talked about how hard it is, but we've also talked about how good God is. So the first thing is be rooted in Jesus. I could not say this enough. Just constantly remind yourself of his truth. Put a sticky note on your mirror. Put sticky notes in your car, write on your journal, like everything. Just constantly saturate yourself in the truth and use your extra time. Like if you're in a season where like maybe you're just in a transition and you're like, hey, I've got a lot of extra time. Use that time to be with him, journal your thoughts, worship him through it. Even if you don't have time, make time to just be with him through it because he is truly and time with him is truly the only thing that will get you through this. I mean, think about what it will be like if you look back on this season and think, man, I am so glad I was grateful during that season instead of stressed. Obviously, it is normal to get overwhelmed, but we are not slaves to anxiety and stress and heaviness. Like, that is not our portion. And so in this season, you can choose to be grateful. And that's actually the next point is to practice gratitude. Thank God every day for everything. There is truly something that happens when you choose to be grateful in the midst of struggle. I love the song something always changes by upper room because it's um she's saying something always changes when I bless your name the air gets clearer the sun gets brighter my soul gets lighter like that is truly what happens when we start to bless his name and we start to praise him and and practice gratitude towards him I think every time that I start to get like oh this sucks like like life sucks what's happening and I start to get almost like self-pity and just like kind of spiraling like that The thing that sets me up for success every single time is just sitting down and remembering Jesus on the cross and remembering what he did for me And remembering everything that he's done for me if he just died on the cross for me That would be enough but he does more he does more every single day for us He constantly intercedes for us. He gives us peace. He's our comfort. He stands by us. He advocates for us like There's so many things that he speaks to us like countless countless nameless like so many things that he does for us that we can be grateful for and so when we start to think of just how grateful we are it's so much harder to think of why things suck so much when we're just thinking about how good god is the next point is to find community i mean this is so basic and every literally every like youth pastor message is like find community surround yourself with god the community and but honestly it is so so true i have a solid like group of friends that I could go to just to kind of get my mind off things when things are hard. So like, you know, if you're like in a small group, like obviously not every single time is going to be like, let's dump our trauma and like get deep. I mean, even if it is, that's great. But so it doesn't mean that you have to share everything you're going through with a bunch of people. But what I'm saying is having just people, constant people in your life Who can just pour into you and support you through it all and remind you of the truth when you're not feeling the truth and all the things i have probably like three people three or four people maybe beside uh, my family and my boyfriend that i almost always tell the things i'm going through to them like i almost always process it with them and they just support me in it and they're just strong girlfriends that are so wise and so helpful and so comforting and so yeah it truly is a game changer to be able to go through hard times but have support around it and Ecclesiastes it even says like two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed if one person falls then the other can reach out and help and that is truly what it looks like to walk in community in the middle of transition and the last practical thing that you can do is just to know that this isn't the end but that there's an end to this season. There's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always going to be an end to the season because this world is temporary. We're not meant to like live in this world forever. This world is not our home. So it can be really encouraging to remember that we are spiritual beings living an earthly life and that there's going to be an end to this season. I don't know what you're going through, but God does. And so keep communing with him through it all. Keep speaking with him through it all. And I promise you, you will be encouraged and comforted. And yeah, you will never leave empty. Let's go ahead and pray out. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for how good you are and how available you are to us. And God, right now, I just pray that anyone who might be going through change and just things that are transitioning in in their seasons, Lord, I just pray that you would bless them and comfort them and just draw so near to them that they would not be able to ignore your presence. Lord, I pray that you would just reveal yourself to them. I pray that our time with you is just so fruitful and beautiful this week um, and that we'll be able to just rest in your presence lord and actually actually receive rest we love you so much jesus and we thank you that you are faithful above all things we love you so much in jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you really like this podcast episode, you can share it on social media and tag at already loved Podcast or tag my personal at KGNipe. And if you enjoy this podcast at all, it would be so, so helpful if you would consider giving it a rating on whatever platform you listen on. You don't even need to like leave a review or anything. If you want to leave a review, that would be amazing. But the more ratings that the podcast episode Or not the podcast episode the more ratings that this podcast gets the more it's recommended to other people And so yeah, I would just love to share all the things that i'm learning with more people And so if you guys like this podcast, please consider giving it a rating and a review I love you guys so much. Have a great week and I will see you later. Peace out